0: Start 2024. I cannot imagine a better topic for two finer gentlemen to have this conversation. And that is the whole idea that social media without question is pushing big goals, resolutions. And a lot of those are probably crazy big. While you might want to step back and go, you know what? What is enough? So I want to have a conversation with Dion and Matt as we start the new year about what is enough versus the idea of just keep growing, grow at all costs, get bigger, become a millionaire, a decamillionaire, a hundred, a billion, two billion. I don't know. There's a lot of things to talk about. So let's start with Dion, man. How are you doing, Dion?
1: Howdy. I'm doing great. I like this topic because I think it's one where um, I'm the black sheep of the three of us. (laughs) Oh,
0: okay. All right. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by the black
1: sheep? Well, I started investing with the idea of enough. Mm. My portfolio's entire position is the right amount of cash flow with the least amount of units.
0: Mm.
1: And when we talk about growing a real estate portfolio, since we don't know someone's end goal, we, even I, talk about strategies to grow. Mm. We don't often have videos like this where we say, how do you identify what's enough for you? We say, here's your freedom number. And that's when we say that means work is optional. Because we have the people who clap back and say, well, I would never want to retire. I don't know what I'd do with all my time. Well, fine. You can keep working, keep growing. But how do you identify what's enough? For me, it was really easy. I'm lazy. I don't want to work. (laughs) What makes that possible? There you go. That's enough. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know if I would call you the black sheep, but we'll get into that in a minute. Matt, uh obviously you've been on the channel a long time. Actually, you have more videos on the channel than anyone else, so shout out to you. Um you went through a huge acquisition. I think you bought like 60 yeah. plus units in 22, I think it was.
2: 20 uh, uh 21 and 22, yep. Yeah, you you
0: you know, basically doubled um, at doubled the portfolio. You basically doubled. Mm-hmm. Um you know, when you think about this whole concept of just keep growing because you can, because you Mm -hmm. have the skills, it's exciting. Sure, Sure. Uh, You have the options to 1031. You got a lot of value. Uh, You're going to need to do something when you get rid of that stupid Um, Mm W-2 versus concept of enough. Mm -hmm. Kind of rattle that around for
2: us. Yeah. So, I mean, I think for me, um, the idea of enough for me was when I never had to think about money again. Like, truthfully, just didn't have to think about it. Like, I want to take a $10,000 vacation. I don't think about it. I, whatever. Um, You know, it it really was. And when you're already frugal, 50, thrifty, a cheap ass, when you're already one of those, that number becomes really big. (laughs) Um, So there was never any, like, it has to be this number. It was much more, it was much more like, okay, when I really just don't have to kind of like think about my money anymore, I just have to kind of manage it was kind of, where my thought process was, was, Hey, you know, what's all I'm going to keep on growing and keep on. And the funny thing is, is right. You get to that certain point where it's like, if you are, you know, know what, you know, like Kobe or Jordan, right. Like that mm-hmm. long off in their career, but you had the body of a 19 year old, 20 year old, 21 year old, then you're like, hot damn. Like I'd be, and that's the thing is they work inversely. Right. And so it's kind of like, you get to that point where it's like, you don't do deals. Dion doesn't do them either. You guys don't do deals that aren't like complete and total layups. Right. Like they're just like complete layups. It's like a 400 yard drive every time. Right. And that's kind of what it is at this point. So, I mean, the idea is I could be crazy, frantic, busy working a ton of deals. If I was okay with an 8% deal or a 6% deal, but because I want stuff in the twenties, I could do a lot. I did a lot of those for two years. But now I think I did two deals, three deals this year, three deals this year, but they were all heavy value add and are going to be kind of off the charts. But that's where I kind of made the course for the normal person is if you can optimize all of your assets, then you don't need as many. Mm -hmm. That's the idea. The idea is margin. You know, it's like you can see those people like the low dollar offering companies. They have to do 10 million sales because it's almost no margin. I want to be the opposite. I want to do as yeah. few transactions as possible with massive amounts of margin attached.
0: Yeah. It's funny, Dion, when you you said you were the black sheep, I, I actually want to say you were the rock star or the all-star or whatever you want to say, because when I look at what Olivia and I did, it was never intentional. I mean, I had no plan, right? My journey starts with, damn it, I just want to get to four. So I have, you know, a slightly better retirement than, you know, anyone else I know of Mm -hmm. now we got in the game kind of like Matt and we just kept going. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, it, it's a strength and a weakness of mine is that I can just, I could do that and I'm okay. I could be in the mud and not look up. And, you know, if, if I would have been more intentional, Mm -hmm. Olivia and I never would have had a a portfolio of 200. We just Mm -hmm. never would have. Um, probably around i don't know if i was being intentional 12 year 12 maybe we would have probably been right sizing our portfolio getting rid of some of the you know the 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 units trading up we probably in reality we probably should have 1031 up out of class c and c plus into b plus and maybe even some a's um and had less units but again given the equity position a lot more you know probably just as much if not slightly more cash
2: flow I think you would have uh, regretted that. I think you would have regretted that strategy. You think so? I think Tell so because I think because I think that with the model that you've set up, with having a property manager, uh-huh. growth doesn't hugely impact you, and your value is in, in creating the opportunity at the yeah, in the onset, that's, right? That's true. So I think you'd have regretted that strategy. I think you would have been doubled down on. Damn it, we should have bought more.
0: Oh yeah, you could be right because one thing you both you know you kind of hit on there is uh i might spend the le- least amount of time certainly per door than oh, yeah. all of us right? oh yeah oh yeah um, because i pay somebody right and you guys yes. don't i mean that's probably right. an obvious reason right yeah. but i think most people would be shocked if they looked at our portfolio and then they did the hour calculation of how much we spend a month now of right. course i trade six figures in potential cash flow for that right Correct. that's what my property manager collects in total uh over a year um but I don't I don't know. I mean I I've thought about it a lot. Uh in and I think we're going to do some of that in the next 12 months or so. I think we're going to take exactly. some of our some of our units in 1031 into others now. Correct. Um, but I love this idea of enough. I think it needs to be talked about more. And I think Dion brought it up last week or maybe it was the week before. Uh I've actually seen more and more folks talk about it because it doesn't take a lot. Dion did it with 16 units. Now he's at 18. Right. Right. If we can normalize, even if we normalize 20 units over five years, shoot, 20 units over 10 years, I think there's a lot more people that can believe it. Because, Matt, whether you like it or not, most people look at what you and I've done, and their first instinct is, I can't do it.
2: Oh, totally agree. Absolutely agree. And you know what? They're right. They can't do it without having wow. the the processes and systems you couldn't have gotten to the number that you got to without a property manager because you never oh, was going to no, oh, no. do what I was going to do, right? I exactly. couldn't have gotten to the number I did without processes and systems and the mm-hmm. approach that we take. Never could have gotten there without those things. So you can't get there without those things in place. But the difference between on 16 and 60 isn't that much of a difference.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to go back to Deon because this all started with him and his idea that he planted and I just kept grinding on for a week was- I want to ask you, Dion, how did you know what enough was, right? We've talked about freedom number. That's a number. To me, it's all about, a like, I got to be able to see it, feel it, and really make it mine. This, this nebulous enough stuff, man, freaking hurts my soul. So help me understand it.
1: Okay. So teachable moment. I started the video with the thing that – Peaks the interest. So you, you, you want to hear the answer. It's the right amount of cash flow with the least amount of units. But here's the actual N1 equation to figure out how much is enough for the individual. We have a freedom number. At what point does passive cash flow that comes in that we don't have to sell our lives for one hour at a time, make it to where work is optional? That's the freedom number most people focus on. They look at their expenses for the last six months. They project what's going to happen to healthcare. They look at the expenses that are going to go down because they're not paying the high taxes of working. They're not saving for retirement. They don't have the commute. They can run all of the math on that. The equation for how much is enough for me was what is the multiplier of cash flow that takes you to the point, like Matt said, where you don't have to think about money. And this is actually on a sliding scale. The lower your multiply, your cash flow number is, the bigger the multiplier you need. Yes. If you can live on $1,000 a month, you should probably have a five or seven times multiplier of cash flow coming in because of the impact of a health concern, the impact of a long recession, prolonged government shutdown. Mine is around 3,000 to 3,500 a month. I have to okay. spend money to get to 5,000. Like I recently just bought another gaming laptop that costs more than any vehicle I bought until 2018. Oh and my I have- gosh. Convince myself to do this when the money is just literally piling up in the bank, right?
2: Yeah.
1: So I'm still, I still got Matt's frug- frugality mindset on money is, is scarce, broken, but I realized yes. not, right? <laughs> so for me, it was about a four time multiplier. So if, if I set my freedom number at 4,000, right? Because I, I very rarely went above 4,000 unless I was buying something big because I was house hacking. When I started having passive cash flow that was 16,000 or more a month. I felt silly going to work.
0: Yeah. So the
1: multiplier of, of and if I needed 20,000 a month, I think a two-time multiplier would have been plenty, right? The, so the bigger your freedom number is, the smaller the multiplier you need. And so depending on how frugal you are, you might need a bigger freedom number, you might need <clears> a <throat> bigger multiplier than your freedom number to say, okay, I'm never going to work again. That's right. the actual N plus one math to figure out for the individual. Take your freedom number, the higher it is, the smaller the multiplier, the lower it is, the higher the
0: multiplier. Folks, I want to ask for some audience participation now because I'm just interested that way. A, do you know what your freedom number is? Put it in the comments below. And then B, what's your multiplier? Let us know what you think your target is to get to that enough variable. I you know, I look at some of the biggest kind of content creators, the, the motivators out there, and it, it never seems like they stop growing. And I got to ask, I go, what kind of life is that, Right. In my case, we did it for 20 years. Dion, I think you did it for eight or nine years. Matt, I think you're on year 10 or 11. Um, no, no, you're on year like 15. 21. 21. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry. 21. And I don't see us, any of us, really pushing it. Right. We're we're not all gas. I mean, there was a point in my career. I will admit, I was all gas, no break. Yeah. <laughs> all gas no! What's a break? Right, rip it out of the car. I don't need that thing. But now, it's like, I'm not even sure I get in the car unless it's a great deal. Back to your point, Matt.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, yeah.
0: Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say that you know, in 2024, I'm going to do something, uh, just because I can. Right, I'm going to try to learn a new box, new buy box in a new city and document the process. Not because I need another 200 or 400 bucks in cash flow if I buy something. It's just to see. Just to have fun, just to hmm. push myself, get uncomfortable. Um, that's what enough is, right? We, when you could take a month long vacation in Asia, you could follow that up with a three week one in Europe and you can buy a crazy, stupid house in the second city just because you can that you know enough enough feels good. i don't I don't really get the idea of I need a hundred employees. I need this. I need that. that i it, maybe I'm broken. Maybe I'm wrong, but i I chose to sit down and look at the Vista and enjoy life. That's what enough is for me.
2: I mean, none of us, um, none of them did what you and I did, which is spend 20 years in tech first. Oh, I'm into that. (laughs) (laughs) That, That'll age you. Yeah. It'll age you living your life. You know, like we're, we're no, uh, we're no Toretta living our life a quarter mile at a time, but we are living our lives a quarter at a time. 90
0: days. Yeah. 90 days at a time. You know? yeah. Every 90 Damn. days
2: you get a report card and it's like, wow, you're the worst person on the planet. Oh my gosh. No one's ever sold as well as you. Um, you know, hey, and that's wait,
0: how many, how many, I just want to ask this cause we're yeah. both sales guys. How yeah, many yeah. QBRs quarterly business reviews Yep. was somebody fired on the spot in your 20 some years?
2: Oh, well, so <clears throat> In the, in my last third, uh, my last seven in my last like 15 years or so, it was a smaller company, but okay. before that consist it was almost pretty much every QBR you heard somebody got canned.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, 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 again, when I talk about, you know, living 90 days at a time and having mm-hmm. that quota around your neck, it really does. And, um, there was a decade from 2000 to 2010 before HR got involved. Um, it was public execution.
2: It was it was barbaric. Oh, yeah. It was, but like, they would call you up. And if you had a fear, of, I mean, you're going <laughs> to, real quick. quick, you get in front of that room and they're literally like, oh, it, is that seriously all the business that you're working on right now? Yeah. Really? Why are you it? here? Yeah. I'm, um. Do you expect, they? here are questions that were asked. Is that seriously all the business that you have? No, I'm hiding some. Um, do you expect to be here next month? Ah, yeah. Like questions that are really would not be tolerated in today's workplace, but you remember they would literally shame you there in these bigger companies. They would shame you. And it was like, and that was okay. So we're going to need to put you on a performance improvement plan. Uh, These are things I would hear about all the time. I never happened to me, thankfully, but oh my word.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry for that right turn. I'll bring it back to this, but that, (laughs) but you're right. Right. Working in tech under that kind of pressure cooker uh, does age you well. And to me, it really, I mean, the first time to Dion's point that I felt that uh, it's just really, this is cleansing for me. The first time I had that enough feeling was on that horrible morning of February 2nd, 2018. We had hundreds of units. We hadn't touched our cash flow in, five years or whatever the hell it was piling up right just doing what it's doing and it wasn't until that meeting that i never sat down in and ultimately quit on the spot that hmm. i ever she ever thought about enough that's mind-boggling me because i would have just kept yeah. go 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 mm-hmm. until i was 50 because my brain said work till 50 work till 50 work till 50 mm-hmm. so dion you're not the black sheep man you're the genius in the group
2: 100 percent
0: a plan yeah you had a plan damn it yeah <laughs>
1: Here's the trap that people can fall into. And I heard <clears throat> David Green and Meet Kevin talking about this in a video the other day. We focus on cash flow to grow our portfolio. That's how we start our investing, right? It, cash flow can set us free. But eventually, the David Greens and the Meet Kevins realize that the bigger I get, the more people can follow me. So they, they really just keep moving the goalpost. So they've shifted the goalpost from cash flow to equity. And they were talking about, when I look at a deal, I don't even really consider the cash flow. I look at how much equity I'm going to have at the end of the deal. And so we can look at that and go to the new investor. That that's that's that kills your investing to not look at cash flow. But if you take a successful investor who has multiple streams of income where the passive cash flow is that it's beyond the multiplier of what they need for financial freedom, but they have the growth gene, it's easier to shift. Okay, so cash flow doesn't have a big uh, an impact on me anymore as this fiction fictional net worth number that I can continuously move the the goalpost for? So the people watching, find your freedom number, figure out your multiplier, and then realize, do you have the personality where you're just going to become, okay, how do I become the next growth phase? Or can you realize that 13.8 billion years, you're going to get an eye blink. 70, 80 years if you're lucky. Do you want to spend all of that time yeah, yeah you I'll know uh, right.
0: I actually think it's now again, i I would love to be wrong. I do not profess to know David Green at all. I've spent maybe ninety minutes of my life with meet Kevin, so I don't know him past a you know a millimeter of depth. My fear on that concept is given how hard it is to find cash flow today, given how hard it's been for eighteen months. They don't want to talk about cash flow because it's hard. They want to talk about something else so they can spin a story and say it's okay, buy something because they have other income streams like selling books, like selling mortgages, like selling house hack or whatever it is. So, my fear, and again, I would love to be wrong, is they're not talking about cash flow because it's hard. So, they chose something else to talk about because it's easy. And to your point, Dion, it's kind of mysterious. You can make this stuff up. So um I don't know. Matt, what do you think of all that?
2: Buying a deal for no cash flow? Yeah. Do not sign me up.
1: Listen, yeah, no, here's
2: you. where I would tell you that strategy is perfect for you. If you have a best selling book, yeah, if you get paid to speak every single day, and if you have a job that pays you to talk about whatever you want to talk about, if you have those three things, buy deals for go no nuts. cash flow. Yeah. Go, go for it. Have a blast. If that's not you, don't do it. that's, that's not, I mean, if we're looking at it for what the purpose of this is, which is a job replacement, Mm -hmm. then you need to figure out at your job, if you could make it really work making $0. Yeah, of course you can't. That's not a thing. And the biggest, the, for me over the last year, it was, we have spent a hundred thousand dollars a month above our committed costs, Mm a hundred thousand a month transforming the portfolio, bringing it from acquisition through stabilization to optimization. Right. I don't know when that's going to end. I am certainly very happy for it to end any yeah. time soon. Yeah. Um. Because again, it's a hundred thousand dollars a month. So recognize that you it's truly an investment, right? There's the make ready costs and all that other stuff, but people need to mentally prepare themselves. There's a reason why banks don't consider a property seasoned for six to twelve months, mm-hmm. we're going through that rolling phase now, where the last bit of stuff that we've gotten is stabilizing, and we're getting you know better tenants. But I can also say that I don't know that there's too many people. I don't think Dion will get there this year, but I think Mike, you will. We will each give ourselves a hundred thousand dollar raise this year.
0: Oh yeah, oh that's funny. I was looking at that because we were just going through our uh, rent raises. Right, it's a new year. I look at it in December. We talk about it. It yep. will be um
2: oh yeah, a year for sure. Yeah, for sure. When you add you're it, you're gonna up get a hundred thousand dollar raise this year just by oh, yeah. managing your portfolio properly. Oh, it's but already the only way you can get there. The only way you can get there is volume, though, right? That's the only right. reason DM won't make it is because he's got 16. So to get to 16, he's gonna have to increase basically 8500 dollars a month. He's gonna have to increase rents. But yeah,
0: but that's the beauty of enough because in that's his exactly case. That's he- exactly right. If it goes up 1500 it's just put it on the stack.
2: Exactly. And now I got
0: to go buy another freaking computer or spend another month in Thailand or whatever. It, does,
2: it, it doesn't make it, it makes it probably more margin than what you and I are going to have. Oh, for sure. And the the percentages. Oh, yeah. Right? Percentages, yeah.
1: Yeah, without, without trying and without adding any units, I'm giving myself a $1,000 raise in January, a $455 raise in March. And so it's like, it's going to cycle through the year like that too, because this is the year where, Section 8 saw this largest increase in the two counties I invest. The AH went up again, 3% on top of the 12% for last year. So that's cycling through all the rents in the area. And while we hear rents going down because of what's happening with a large multifamily, that is not what's happening with my units. No, (laughs) mine neither.
2: It's only only happening in large multifamily. That's where all the pressure is. It's not- Class A, brand new
0: stuff. Exactly. Well,
2: because we can all bring a unit to market yep, for On 35% yeah. less than they can. And we're still getting a 15% bump in what we were getting last year. Yeah. At the end of the day,
0: folks, I hope more folks follow Dion. Let's understand what your freedom number is, what your multiple is, and let's celebrate enough. Mm-hmm. Let's just celebrate enough. Again, Dion is not the black sheep. He is the genius. He had a plan seemingly since day one. I had no plan for 15 freaking years. And um, yeah, to Matt's point, I don't know if I change, but uh, it sure would have been fun to have a plan.
2: Uh, Matt, where can people find you? Lumberjack Landlord on YouTube and Instagram. YouTube, 1130 a.m. Sundays. We do a live stream for 90 minutes to answer people's questions. And Dion, where can they find you?
1: Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom.
0: Thanks, guys. Thanks Ciao. Out.